Justin Trudeau's decided, okay, I guess it's the bottom of the seventh inning. I don't know if it's the bottom of the ninth, because I think there's a ways to go here. But he's going to enter the inflation battling game and do something other than repeat what he's been repeating since the 2015 election or the last election a year ago and said, you know, our plan for child care or our plan is good enough. Uh, you know, when the facts have changed, you have to change your answer. And so finally, Justin Trudeau today has said he's going to double the GST credit for Canadians for the next six months, saying this. This will provide hundreds of dollars of support to Canadians, including half of all families and more than half of all seniors in the country. For example, parents with two kids could receive up to an extra $467 this fall to help with the cost of living. There's also a Canada Dental Benefit, which will give uh, families with kids under the age of 12 uh, up to 650 bucks a year. And the federal government will also provide a one-time $500 top-up for the Canada Housing Benefit. Now, I've gone over all these things, but I haven't heard from the Conservatives, who, by the way, have a new team, two deputy leaders, Tim Upel and uh, Melissa Lantzman, who joined me on Power Play last night, but our good friend Dan Albus, the Conservative MP, and now the Shadow Minister of Finance, something I thought maybe Pierre Polyev <laughs> might never give up. He liked it so much, joins us. Hey, congrats on your new job. Well, thanks, Evan. Actually, it's the one I've been doing uh, for the past oh, yes. year or so months. But uh, anyway, it's great to be with you to talk about inflation because that is the number one thing Canadians are ta- talking to us and saying that the government, for months, to do something about it. Like, look, less than a week ago, while in Vancouver, the finance minister said, and I'm going to quote her, we also understand right now that our government has a real responsibility to be fisc- fiscally responsible, end quote. Now they fly all the way to New Brunswick, and today it's all spend, 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 with absolutely no plan for how that spending ever is to be paid for. Now, this well, is here's the problem. Can I, okay, well, let's just talk about that. Um, and I'm, first of all, you're right. You've only been on PowerPlay like 9,000 times as the shadow critic of finance. So I just, you know, they've got the new positions today. So you're absolutely right. You've been doing it for a while, Dan. Uh, but... Um, Trudeau's essentially one of the sort of weird consequences of inflation, and by the way, you should take no comfort in this, folks, is that the government coffers uh, are padded. It's happened in Alberta with the high price of oil, but it's also happened. Inflation means that the government collects big revenues. So actually their deficits are falling. And that's why they're probably spending this stuff on a GST reduction. Now, I actually thought a GST rebate for six months might be something that you like a tax holiday for people is something that conservatives would support. Well, look, you know, if the government actually had a pay-as-you-go policy, something that Pierre Polyev has been talking about and conservatives wholly support, what you would see is rather than putting more money into the economy, which does increase inflation, what you would do is you would say, let's refresh our priorities. Canadians are suffering. We need to put out a program to help Canadians while not aggravating inflation. To but do what? Justin Trudeau. So, so do what? Like, I'm, but I mean, again, I'm just asking. Well, like, if you're, if you're Evan, doubling the GST tax credit for six months, what is like is is that not that's putting money into people who are um obviously low income families parents with kids they're going to get almost 5 467 bucks isn't that like wouldn't the conservatives support a GST credit doubling so again we would be supportive of supports to those who need them within the context as a pay as you go meaning that the government by the way in this budget they said that they have 7 billion dollars of spending that they say will theoretically re- be reviewed 
they could pull that back uh, while they look to increase supports. We've talked about a GST holiday on the price of gas. Look, Evan, the, the, the lower your income is, the more dependent you are on things like gasoline prices because it affects your groceries, it affects uh, your ability to pay. And, you know, energy costs as we go into uh, the fall and winter are going to be top of mind on Canadians. Look, I'm from British Columbia. We have natural gas, but natural gas prices have essentially gone up and up and up. So this prime minister likes to talk about, well, look, we have this new spending thing, something that they said that they, they, they weren't going to do, uh, you know, just even a week ago. Suddenly they realize this is a political priority. But let me tell you this, Evan, it's not just low-income people that are suffering under inflation. Yes, it hits them the hardest, but we have middle-class Canadians right across this country. Our GDP is dropping, our unemployment is rising, and this Prime Minister just seems to think that adding more money into the economy, driving up inflation, is the answer. We say a balanced approach. Okay, okay, but let's just, I just want to ask about that. Just on gas, by the way, it is high. I just want to give the facts. I'm not trying to spin anything. But gas, which spiked in June, is down something like 23% uh, this September, right? So it's, so, so it's significant. It's still too high in my view, but it's down. It's fallen 22% in the last uh, month. Now, can I ask you a bit about, like, you know, politics is about choosing. Um, there's a lot of people that don't have a dental plan. Um, and you know that the Canada Dental Plan that they announced today, $900 million it will cost, will give families with kids under 12 who do not have access to dental insurance 650 bucks a year. I, do you believe that that's the wrong thing to help kids under 12 who don't have dental insurance get that money, and that in and of itself is a program that, sorry, we can't, the government can't help those families? Well, that's a great question, because in British Columbia, we actually do have a program, and that's run by the province. And so the question I would have, and this is something John Horgan has said, he says, I need more money for health transfers. I don't want to be spending uh, new money federally uh, on other things that are covered provincially. And so are we going to have two different bureaucracies? Are people going to be confused as to who they go to to get these supports? And look, Evan, like we, we still don't know what the fiscal framework is going to be. All I know is in the li- latest Bank of Canada report, it shows that GDP uh, is projected to go down, and inflation is going to take a lot longer than anyone ever contemplated. Remember, Christia Freeland said the issue was deflation uh, and wouldn't even acknowledge inflation until just today. So we are trying to have a program to help low-income Canadians but at the same time realizing that broad tax relief and a government that is uh, focused on reigning in government, modernizing government, not creating a mountain of government, that's where the priorities are. Okay, so, so, what, about, and, just, just, so what about this one-time rental support program, the Canada Housing Benefit he talked about today? If you've got an adjusted net income below $35,000 for families or 20000 for individuals, by the end of the year, you get this $500 one-time rental support. Is that inflationary causing and you wouldn't support that, or do you think it's so, so this is what I've heard from people that are renters. That doesn't even put down a down payment. The second thing is, even David Eby, who is, who is soon to be, I expect, to be premier in British Columbia, said, where is the money in British Columbia? Because Christia Freeland, the Minister of Finance, has been talking about this payment since the budget. Yet, when I have contacted her office, they say, we will figure out how to get this to people soon. But well, sorry, so do you support that, that the just, concept, or, or is it the incompetence of delivery, but the competence well, of the, the program, it, what is it? 
Well, this is the thing is, is that, you know, let's identify the people that need the help. I want to see a case from Christia Freeland. And so far, uh, she's been AWOL at the Finance Committee. We've been expecting her to come in on inflation and to make these arguments, whether they be in the House or a committee. And she's absent. And you know why, Evan? I believe it's because she's too busy juggling so many different jobs as Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister. Canadians deserve a Finance Minister that is laser-focused on inflation and dealing with the crisis huh. that they have in their lives. And it seems to be, right. just from a week ago, she suddenly reversed her position. It's because of the politics, I believe, they probably polled and said, right. gee, we got to do something. Well, they got to do something. Time. Hey, listen, it's not just a polling. People are suffering from inflation. Hey, Dan Albus, conservative shadow minister of finance. Thanks, Dan.